Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time, and we are up to episode number 17. I am once again joined by my friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Say hello. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the part two of two parts. (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I have never watched Friends, but now I have. (laughs) <laughs> now you are learning and easing your way you are on the train and you are almost at your first stop <laughs> i know yeah. we're almost through season one this is getting very exciting yeah. so this is uh the one with two parts part two premiered on february 23rd 1995 the same night as part one but seinfeld was in between it was a uh, a repeat of seinfeld originally aired between both parts so that's probably 30.5 million viewers watched this episode. So it had that nice little uh, Seinfeld uh, lead in. But Jackie, give us a quick overview of the second part. Yes. Yeah, so after Rachel almost falls off the balcony, her and Monica end up going to the hospital, but Rachel doesn't have insurance. So they switch names and then they meet cute doctors. And then Joey continues to date Ursula, and then Ross is questioning if he's ready to be a dad. So this is, they take the mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. up a notch in this episode with the Rachel Monica playing one each other in the, in the hospital. So I thought that was pretty funny that they had the mistaken identity with Ursula and Phoebe, and then they take it to a whole new level mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in this, the second half of the episode and the nurse, the uh, uh, nurse receptionist at the, um, at the hotel, at the hospital, do you know who she is? I do not know. No. So it's, Elena Reed Hall. She was on Sesame Street. She played Olivia on Sesame Street back in the 80s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a big actress. As soon as I saw her, I'm like, I know her. I don't know why I know her, but I know her. So I looked it up. And she was also on uh, 227 for a long time. And she actually, years later, ended up doing a couple of episodes of ER. Which I thought oh, was, what oh, was an interesting little tag. They're all like so well, and maybe maybe she got that because no, Wiley and George Clooney are the cute doctors that treat Rachel, quote Monica, with her ankle. And so right. I thought that was so clever as well. I mean, last part one had Mad About You, part two had ER, but there are discussions whether this is a real crossover. The, the, the argument is that it's not because these names, no right. Wiley is, you know, on ER, he's Dr. John Carter, but on this episode, he's Dr. Jeffrey Rosen. And then George Clooney on ER, we know him as Doug Ross. On this episode, it's Michael Mitchell. So they're playing again with these name switches. (laughs) So it's the name switch is the big theme of these two parts. I thought that was interesting, too, that they weren't the same character names that they are on ER. And I wonder why they... I don't know. That's that's an interesting story too. I didn't because I looked that up too because I just wanted to make sure, and then I realized that they weren't the same character. So it was interesting. But they I are mean, both very cute and very charming. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> yes, they're so cute. And I remember watching ER too because I didn't watch Friends when it was on, but I remember watching ER. And I remember my older sister. She and I remember looking at George Clooney and Noel Wiley, thinking they're so handsome. <laughs> but I didn't watch Friends. I remember seeing it on TV, but. Um, I thought it was clever how they all brought them in together. <laughs> and I, I think they probably had to be careful too, because you know, ER is a kind of serious drama. So bringing mm-hmm. them into a sitcom world, I guess you have to kind of be careful with the, the yeah, integrity it, of the characters. Yeah, I feel like they did play a little bit of similar, you know, similar roles. They were doctors, but also when they went on the the date at Monica's apartment with Rachel and Monica, they were still pretty serious, kind of worried about 
Monica and Rachel and how they were acting. Yeah, because they warn each other. You know, every time we date women who we meet in the hospital, it ends up being weird. And it turns out it ends up being weird. And I thought in their ER is also in its first season at this time. So ER premiered September 19th, 1994. And then Friends premiered September 22nd, 1994. So they are all on their first season. So I have was, George, was George Clooney starting off his career at this point in time? Or was he already kind of established? Do we know? He'd been around, mm-hmm. but he wasn't because he was on. Um, was it Facts of Life? I think a couple one season, and then he'd done. And he's obviously Rosemary Clooney's n- nephew, so he was. You know, he, he grew up here, so he. I, and his dad was a. You know, his dad was a uh, anchor, news anchor mm-hmm. at Channel Four. Mm-hmm. Nick Clooney, yeah, mm-hmm. at KNBC here in Los Angeles. Um, so he was around, but this was certainly the, his breakthrough moment. Yeah, this was his. This shot him into stardom of TV acting, and then later into movie acting. And he's one of the ones that 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 transition from TV to movies really worked for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything he, <laughs> yeah, everything he does works for him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I love when they see him too. Aren't you a little too cute to be a doctor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, if I'm not a cute doctor, I met a cute op- ophthalmologist, ophthalmologist once, and um, it was in, it was training, he was training, he was going to school, and so it's like, when they get close to your eye, you're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how you remember what kind of doctor he was, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the only cute doctor I've ever met. <laughs> Oh, but I thought that exchange was was good how they brought them in and then everybody again clapping the audience live audience there when they walk in and then how you know they 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 invite them back to a date and they're discussing with their friends like they're gonna find out it's fraud you know and then Monica's all so scared because she's so type A and she's so scared that they're gonna find out the truth and then the whole exchange happens with them hating on each other yeah, oh, that was hilarious. Yes. When they when they're playing each other for the date and how they talk about all their you know, not so great qualities. <laughs> and Noah Wiley and George Clooney. I mean, the doctors they're just sitting there, just taking it in, like what, what, what? <laughs> no, they're like, you're right, you're right. Crazy yeah. women. We we only meet crazy women at the hospital. <laughs> and I love how Monica. She's describing Rachel. She laughs. She goes, I am so selfish. <laughs> you know? And then the, the dad calls, Rachel's dad calls. And I think Monica kind of won that argument when the dad calls and he goes, Oh, we had sex in your bed. That <laughs> was like, good. Oh, oh, yeah. That was the, that was, yeah, went one step too far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very, very, very funny. And Rachel's reaction, she puts her hand on her heart and just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could play it off. Like, going into a hospital and using someone else's insurance, it's a very big no-no. Yeah, that's I serious. No way. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know, you know. Granted, at one point in time, I was like, I don't think I had insurance. Or I, no. Thankfully, that whole switch happened when I was around... 24 or something when it's like oh by the way everyone can now be on their parents insurance until they're 26 so I thankfully was never without insurance because it had just started at that point but Mm -hmm. if that were to happen to me I don't know you know I'd be in my house wrapped in bubble wrap (laughs) 
you have anyone else's insurance. <laughs> See, I wasn't of age when um, when that switch happened, when they made it older. So I, I remember there were a few months that I didn't have insurance, but I had, it's still confusing to me. You know, our, thankfully our company offers insurance, but it's like when, when I didn't, when I wasn't here, you know, I had to pay for it on my own. It was so expensive. And so when you're starting out your life, like Rachel, you know, you don't know that you have to shop for this stuff. What is a deductible? What is everything? So she just doesn't get it. You know, she doesn't have it. And so she, cause she's kind of just still trying to figure it out in this first season. And, and yeah. And it, it yeah. And they, they bring up a good point. You know, she, she self-absorbed in other things that she forgets about the important parts mm-hmm. like insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little girl. That is very true of a 20s story for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure in the 90s when, you know, insurance was, you know, not where everybody had insurance like like people do today. So yeah. It still confuses me. I still, when I choose plans, I ask other people or call my dad. Is this right? <laughs> That's, That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I like the way they kept the SAP joke uh, going in, in this episode too, with with Bugs Bunny and Gossamer. Which I thought it was interesting that the clip they used from Bugs Bunny was with Gossamer, the or big orange character uh, monster, mm-hmm. instead of like something that was more more common and more well known. So I thought that was yeah, maybe. Luckily, I knew what show it was because I also watched Bugs Bunny. But mm-hmm. say maybe that was somebody's favorite episode in the Must have been, right? Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder too. I would like to like ask the creators like why, why those shows and why they picked them. I like, again, we have our theory of the homage to the old sitcoms and stuff, but who picked those scenes? You yeah. know, like if we were to do a show today, I would probably have friends on the TV, you know, because that's my homage to yeah. my show, you know? So I wonder who picked them. If it was Marta Coffin, Dave Crane or other producers and writers. Yeah. Or maybe it was a whole, uh, rights issue where they couldn't get mm-hmm. they could only get certain clips that's true and, but i don't think all those are like nbc shows either so i think it's an interesting because laverne shirley was on abc for sure and mm-hmm. then so is and, and uh urkel that was abc too wasn't it? family matters yes. i think so i can't really remember yeah was it i believe so tgif <laughs> yeah all right let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about joey his birthday yeah Uh, Ursula and Joey and then uh, Ross and his fatherly worries. Alright, we'll be right back. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we are back. This is a you know a, a great episode. This is the highest rated episode to this point, too, for sure. And they the way they play the whole uh, mistaken identity just goes all the way to the end. And um, and then with the sweet moments because there's always a sweet moment in, in all these episodes is Ross and his worries about being a father and the conversation he has with his dad. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that the, and the dad, Elliot Gold, again, he's so strange and so <laughs> very endearing because it's just these conversations that he has with his kids are just like, what? But again, they're sweet. And I like how he describes the moment he knew was when, you know, Ross grabbed his, his uh, finger and wrapped his whole fist around his finger. And I thought that was cute. And then it comes back around with Ross and the monkey, Marcel. Marcel chokes on the K while they're playing Scrabble. And then they, um, Marcel grabs Ross's figure. And so that kind of gives him reassurance that he took care of something and that he's going to be a good dad. And Chandler's actually really sweet and supportive in that scene too, where he makes Ross even realize what just happened. Because I don't even know that Ross realized what just happened. So that he became a father to, to, he's, you know, a father figure for Marcel too, because he's taking care of him. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. I mean, I don't have kids, but I do have a dog. And she is like my baby. Like, you know, it's something's wrong with her. Always like, oh my God, her name is Layla. And we're always like, Layla, are you okay? You know, what's wrong? You know, we always treat her like she's a living human because she is living and she is our dog. Yeah, she's part of the family. (laughs) She is. So I can totally relate to the whole, you know, the other night um, we were watching TV and she fell asleep on my leg. And I was like, look. And I just thought of, you know, the whole Ross grabbing the finger. It was like, my dog fell asleep on me because I'm her mom. Yeah. And she loves me. So it, it felt nice to be loved. So one thing I noticed on this episode, too, at the beginning of Phoebe's birthday party, by the way, they're playing REM again. What's the frequency, Kenneth? So the, the, there's an REM theme, I think, going on. Some, somebody's an REM fan. Yeah. <laughs> but it was my first time I'd seen uh, Gunther. Gunther is at the party, and he walks across the, the screen at the beginning. I don't know if it was his first appearance or not, but... He's been in it. He's been, he's been in, in it. But he's, just, but he's just a background player at this point. Yeah. 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 I've just seen him in the corner, just kind of like there, but he doesn't yeah. really do anything. Nope, he doesn't have his first line yet. <laughs> it's so interesting to see how that developed too. He was just kind of a background player, and then suddenly they decided to, mm-hmm. to take him to uh, into a speaking role or a recurring mm-hmm. role, right? Yes, mm-hmm. recurring role. He's a mo- he's one of the one of those most famous, like you know, like Janice and all those characters that come in and have that effect on these friends. They all come into the friends world. If you ever notice that as well, you never go outside of the friends world. They all come into it, into the six of them. And he's one of those characters who is there and part of it. Well, it's interesting that he was invited to Phoebe's birthday party. <laughs> right. so they're, they're friends enough where they're you know social friends, but then you know, he doesn't get invited to like the wedding, right? Well. No. Um, Jumping ahead. Yes, you're jumping ahead. <laughs> but um, who, who he, um, he's there. Gunther's there, but who's not there is Joey. Joey, and, yeah, she was so devastated. Yeah, but Betty's there. Who's Betty? Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> she say like, "Oh, Betty, nice to see you," or something like that? Yeah, yeah I think it's really funny because we do have when your worlds mix, especially like your birthday party or some event like that, you'll have people from different parts of your world, mm-hmm. your fully social world or your work world or, you know, you know, a past life. I I recently had a birthday and I had a Zoom call mm-hmm. for my birthday because we're in, you know, lockdown. But there were people from all these different phases of my life on it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually nice because with Zoom, I, you know, I had friends from New York, I had friends from Ohio. So it was nice to have them all on there. But I was introducing each other Aww. to them. So 
Your worlds collide at your birthday parties, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yes, she was so sad. I felt so bad because the first time, you know, Phoebe, it's a real emotional thing for her that Joey wasn't there. I thought that was sad. And because and Joey is one of her regular friends, you know, and, and he chose to go with Ursula for the birthday. And I like how they also, you know, when they're talking about Phoebe's birthday party, like it takes Joey a minute to realize, oh, Phoebe <laughs> is the same day as Ursula's. And they pause for him to like, Catch, catch up. up. Yeah. yeah, and they do that several times throughout the series. Either, yeah, the thing with Joey is either he, they pause for him to let him catch up, or he goes, we're talking about sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, to confirm what the topic he is. Confirms, yeah, with those random conversations. <laughs> and so, uh, the last episode ended with Phoebe answering the door, and she, uh, Ursula's wearing, you know, his shirt, so the relationship has already got physical, and then Ursula decides to just ghost him, you know, and Phoebe finds that out and and, and feels bad and feels empathy. So what does she do? Mr. Hicken identity breaks up with him as Ursula wearing the sweater that Joey got her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But did you notice in the, in the scene where uh, Phoebe goes to talk, talk to Ursula, mm-hmm. um, she gives her a thermos for her birthday? Judy Jessen. Yeah. <laughs> and in one of the previous episodes we saw, she had a thermos with milk in it that she gave uh, Rachel when she was eating her oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh, yeah, when they, when they broke up with Paulo, yeah. She I really loves there's a, Yeah, there's a, the advantages of the thermoses. <laughs> yeah, I remember my dad used to have one, I think. I never had one. Yeah, Maybe I one. did, but I don't know. But didn't she say that uh, Ursula stole it from her when she was a kid? Oh, I think I so. remember. I think that was one of the things she was complaining mm-hmm. about. The Judy Jetson, you know who mm-hmm. Judy Jetson is, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's in the Jetsons, yes. Yeah, because um, Ursula always kind of steals things from Phoebe, you know, uh, with the boyfriend when they were younger. And now, you know, Ursula or Phoebe's fear that she's going to steal Joey. And so, again, Phoebe, the way that she just, like, she's so sweet and she's so vulnerable in, in this episode. But she feels bad for Joey, and so she goes and breaks up with him. But... I like how when they kiss and they, like Phoebe leans back and is like smiling because she's like, oh my God, I just kissed Joey. <laughs> and it wasn't what thing. I expected to be. Yeah. yeah. Do you think she liked it or do you think she was she just kind of like. totally liked it. <laughs> they both totally liked it. Yeah. yeah. But here's what's interesting is that they don't, the writers or the producers don't expand on that relationship. Okay. They kissed. What now you think? And that's how the episode ends is you think like, okay, something more could happen there, but they don't. And they don't do that with any other friends relationships because they wanted the main relationship to be Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't want to expand on any other friends getting together yet because they're building up for Ross and Rachel. Can you say <laughs> if we ever see them together? No, don't say. <laughs> Some things have to be left to the mystery. <laughs> I'll just wait until then. <laughs> the very end, too. The little tag ending when they're they're do the whole thing in Spanish is hilarious yeah. too. <laughs> yes, I thought that was hilarious. It was well played. Very well played. The joke kept going into the very last end credit scene. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. And then did you guys also notice that um, they were talking about the rainbow room in this episode? Oh. Another NBC plug. Another NBC plug. That is it. Me either. 
I've actually never been either, but it's right there in Rockefeller Center, Rockefeller Center yeah. NBC headquarters in New York. Yeah, I've been to the what is it called that they have the top top of, top the of rock? rock? Yeah, I've been there, top the rock. observatory, yeah. But I've never been to the Rainbow Room. Maybe one day I'll go. <laughs> it's on your New York bucket list. Now that you like are exploring friends, you gotta go to the Friends building in West Village and take a photo in front of it like I did. <laughs> so I was gonna go. We were we walked all the way from West Village all the way to Times Square. Um, and um, yeah, it was a long walk, but we did it. <laughs> yeah. And so I, when I was on my phone, I saw that the apartment was around that area, mm-hmm. but we would have to deviate from our route a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we have a long route. I'm like, it's okay. I'll pass it. So now I kind of regret not going. <laughs> You'll go back another time. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's safe to fly again. <laughs> yes. All right. Maybe we'll all go to New York and do our own friends trip. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so fun. <laughs> any uh, final thoughts? Any uh, favorite lines from this episode? My favorite line would have to be when uh, Monica and Rachel Rachel are bickering. And Rachel says, um, she goes, every day you're becoming more and more like your mother. Because it goes <laughs> to show that like she's being picked on in every episode for being like her, her mother or, you know, for having a bad relationship with her mother. But yeah, she's becoming like her mother. <laughs> And that's the worst thing you could probably ever say to Monica. To Monica. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one too. My favorite line is um, when they meet the cute doctors. Aren't you a little too cute to be a doctor? (laughs) Yeah, that's very cute. I like that too. All right. Well, that was fun. The first two-parter. All right. So coming up on the next episode of Friends with Friends, the knives, the claws come out as the poker match gets heated. What do we learn from the poker playing? Yeah, there's an interesting guest star. A little tease, a little history, Hollywood history, and who one of the guest stars is. Mm-hmm. So be sure to stick around, give us five star rating, leave us a nice comment, and follow us on Instagram at Friends with Friend Podcast.